welcome to MyScast with your hosts, Rich, Greg, and yours truly, Mike. Tonight our subject is going to be, if we can build a fifth gate and we let the Disney fundamentalists bring back the extinct attractions they miss, what would it be like? A simple question, I think. Simple what enough. Is the we, well, simple the answer enough. to be like? We got a lot of entries, and we'll go over those, and we'll go over ours, and we'll see what kind of a park we build. All right. Well, one of the first replies was asking for the people mover to come back. So the first thing I'm going to suggest is that the people mover take the place of what would be the steam train at the Magic Kingdom. So the People Mover is the grand circle tour of, for want of a better term, Yesterday Land. That's the my. Is that what you're going to use? There is a website out there called Yesterday Land, and it'd be a little unfair to take that. All term. right, well, what do you want to call it? Not extinct uh, attractions. That's always out. That's already out use out yeah, there. Yeah, well. yeah, we can't do that either. Um, has no has can't use has-beens. That's a website also. Uh, Let's see if I puff on my cigar a few more times and something comes to what, me. Yeah, is that uh, what you're doing? Hey, my, I thought he was Mike, Yes. No, no more cigars in the studio. Can't please. see the smoke rising from my side of the console. Yeah. Well, I thought that sound was Greg kissing his own ass. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have kissed it so much. No, you know, no, gotta, no, <laughs> I don't think so. The, no, these no, lips no. have not been stayed. Well, let's just call it the the the. Fifth gate of memories gone for now. Okay. And yeah. All right. Just the fifth gate's good enough. Okay. The fifth gate at Disney World, based on, like, say, all the Disney fundamentalists' thoughts of what extinct or axed attractions. Though I do have one thing to say: no one can ask for Superstar Limo to come back. <laughs> no. Okay. We didn't want that in the first place. I, I just got to set that down. Okay. All right. So what what was that? Okay, we have the people mover. Yes. I'd like to say that the people mover, or let's not call it the people mover. It should be the wedway system because the actual people mover system was it's antiquated, and the wedway would be a much better okay, system. Okay, but people mover in Disneyland is gone. They're still using the wedway system in the Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World. So would, would yeah, at that point qualify for extinct track? I, I think it still does because we'll, we'll take the old people mover and we'll upgrade it to the Wedway, which will be more efficient. Okay. But it's it's still the basic kind of ride vehicle that most people wouldn't probably notice the All difference right. or know the difference. So. Okay. Well, why don't you explain what the difference between the two of those are? What, no, because that's not what this difference? podcast... You can tune into Imagine My Way podcast for that kind of stuff. <laughs> Gosh. Thank you very little. <laughs> there he goes, kissing his own ass again. Yeah. All right. Let's see. I think we need to start charging him commercial plugs on this. <laughs> yeah, we're going to. The, the regular rate for podcast. Well, what I was going to say, though, is that that system should be tied to just the Grand Circle Tour, but should also be used in between. Maybe it could be also used as a subway from land to land where you can you know, mm, move okay. people all over the place. All right. Um or above in glass tubes, you know, that would look very futuristic, you know. Sure. Sort of the old Logan's Run kind of a thing. Well, they don't have to haul ass, though. So. No, they don't have to haul ass. They can go slow. Well, That's okay. the tube things in Logan's Run hauled ass. No, that, you're, you're correct, but we're not hauling ass here. The park's not that big. Uh, okay. Wait, you trying yeah. to say something over there, Richard? 
No, I'm just saying I was watching that uh, old H.G. Wells flick from back in the 30s, uh, Things to Come. And it's starting to sound more and more like that with the uh, little people mover subways and the glass tubes and all that fun stuff from H.G. Wells. But anyways, no, nothing. Let's move on for a second. All right, so we got a request for this from a guy in New York City, Pete Fulton. He asked for uh, Mind Train Through Nature's Wilderness or Nature's Wonderland. I know that one I like. I'm going to say that's the top. I like big time like that ride. I I miss it. Yeah, it's not a big, fast, exciting ride, but it def- no. definitely has it, some qualities to yeah, it. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, this is all about reliving some fond memory. This is, you know, this fifth gate's about something you can't experience anymore, and you're going to get a chance to experience it again. Now, so. now could we, cause since we, some of these I'd like to not, not fix, but tweak a little bit, could we make it kind of on the ilk of Jungle Cruise? Where rather than trying to be real serious, it's a little more campy, tongue in cheek, tongue in cheek, campy. Call it what you want, sure. Sure, why not? That'll be fun. Yeah, but you know, it's kind of you know sad when that one did leave uh, Frontierland. And okay, great, we had Big Thunder Mountain replaced it, but that was kind of the old west. Big Thunder Mountain kind of. You still have some of the same elements there, but you don't have a chance to really watch it as you're going racing by all those elements with the uh, possums and a couple of the coyotes and, sure, and the and rock sculptures out there. Or, or hey, is that go really true dynamite? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Are those possums really upside down, or is it yeah. me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's too bad that attraction. I, I like Big Thunder. Too bad it couldn't have used more of the original attractions and be a little more spread out rather than so yeah. compact. Though I do yeah. see why they wanted to make the Big Thunder Trail and connect Fantasyland. You know, back then, you were you got into Fantasyland, you were stuck over in that corner. Around, yeah. Frontierland, you know, there was no out except over towards New Orleans. So. It, it know, has sure functioned well to have that path in I'm there. I'm sure they could have still put a trestle across like over the old bear pond there and still be able to put it out onto the river. That would have been nice to see. Yeah. Although it's still... With the uh, st- static display of their the one last train that's on the track, the static display they have next to the river still looks pretty interesting. Yeah, it's not as good without the waterfalls, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's horrible without yeah. the waterfalls. And we, you know, we can we can keep that in the scope of this as well. You know, what uh, atmosphere elements do you miss? Would you like oh, to sure, that? Yeah. That's a huge. That's a huge part there. You know, the funny thing is, um, the last I heard, the original trains and the engines that were used in the uh, mine train, the uh, Nature Wonderland train, that all is still in storage somewhere in the San Fernando Valley at one of the Disney sites. I thought they were using the engines for the fronts of the Big Thunder Mountain. No. no the lead they, cars, they, not the old engines? No, those were all completely... Uh, I believe they're all brand new. What for two Big Thunder Mountain attraction? Boy, I'm disappointed in you, Mike. What? That you would think those were the same thing. Am I confusing? That's some? right. Don't because don't give him the credit, Mike. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure that this isn't the same source that confirmed Casablanca. No, no, no. I, you know. Ah, now nah, let's move on. Uh, we, don't, well, yeah, we don't want to spend five minutes while you know watching Although, the gears turn in my head. But, no, we don't. But, and you know, you notice I didn't jump in and talk because there's been a few emails saying that I, I 
I tend to talk a lot and I stop other people from talking, even walked over a, a guest we had on our show. But, you know, I, I had a real epiphany the other day, and I know that's a big word for you, Richard, but you can look it up. Um, I was, my wife had called me the other day at work, said, can you go do something for me at lunch? And I'm like, okay, didn't really want to, but you know, you got to keep the wife happy, you know how that works, guys. So I went and did this little lunch errand for her, called her up after I was done, and started, I got about three or four words into what I wanted to tell her, and she started rambling on. And I'm like, gee, all I wanted to do is tell her I did it, you can go access it, and go on. And I said, if you would shut your mouth for once in your life, I'd be able to tell you. Then she starts ranting about I can't be on the phone all day. After I could have told her I did this and this, being done, got off. And then I started to realize, because that email had been bothering me, that I married into a family that is Irish and Italian. Probably for the first 10 years, I never got a word in there. So you you just got to jump in, be loud, or you don't get to say anything. The same with you know the old lady. She'll just ramble. I'm like, would you just shut your hole? So what you're saying so is say this, this is the only forum where you can actually get to speak your mind. That's why you're walking on us all the you, time because it's the only. No, I'm only just saying I've got you do it. else around home. No, I've just got so used to having <laughs> to be a little more blunt and loud. And you know what's funny is they don't take any offense to that. Well, I used to. Not. I'd start. I'd say like two words, and then everybody else there would drown me out. So I, I thought, God, then nobody even wants to hear what I want to say. Uh, see, and then they'd come back to you about ten minutes later. I'm like, What did you want to say? Uh, hell if I know. That was 10 minutes ago. So Great. I just learned to jump in and do it when I need to do it. So On this show, though? Richard, yeah. if you just shut up so I could talk, you would you'd know what <laughs> yeah, was like, going on. You haven't had the floor for the last three minutes. <laughs> so I just want to get you some background and why I'm, I'm so you know forceful sometime in my, my speech. So, so why you, even though why you, you're sitting there telling us and you know what the problem is, you're still not tuned into Richard trying to tell you something. No, I know what my problem is, but some of our listeners might not. So now they'll be able to relate and understand okay. what it's like. All right, being, now shut in up a, and let Richard you know. give have his piece. <laughs> no, I already uh, said my piece. Yeah, but nobody heard it. That's fine. Gosh. Greg has to say. All right. Uh, All right let's going move on. on. Let's move on. All right. I, I, so what was the next I entry? Had, no, I had mentioned you know bringing back atmosphere elements, and I'm surprised, Greg, you didn't jump right on. Skull Rock and Captain Hook's pirate ship. Okay. I'm trying not to jump in and let the other guest or the other host have some speaking yeah, time. Okay, so fine. I, I just jumped in to explain to you why. Plenty of speaking. I did, okay, here's the good example. I didn't speak and there was dead air. No, there wasn't. So either listen to me or just no, shut the wasn't. hell up. No, there wasn't. I said my piece. Okay, so Mike, Skull Rock and the pirate ship. What about it? It's got to come back. <laughs> yeah. Right? No. Yeah. They can go bye-bye. I, no, it, it no, was no. nice, it was neat, but All right, I have look, a lot of great childhood just, memories on that. But. Yeah, exactly. It's childhood memories that you want to come back. It's childhood memories that maybe you'd like to share with your kids, you know. Gee, I remember when I was a little kid, you know, instead of telling them I walked uphill in snow both ways to school, you know, you could I say... I walked up Captain Hook's ship both ways. Yeah, exactly. Six feet in snow. But somehow that didn't sound right, Richard, but I get your, your <laughs> what, gist. All right. <laughs> what I, I didn't realize... Geez, we're talking for well, you know, all right. What I what I kind of missed in Tomorrowland was the entries with the water features. Oh I yeah, think, the water I think falls. the entries lack a lot uh, without the water features. And but both Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom too. Over at Florida, the Magic Kingdom, they took all the water features out of that, and that 
added a lot, I thought, to that whole front. Yeah, I, I, I think the new entry at the Magic Kingdom blows. But yeah, it does. That's my opinion. Well, but as long as we're in Tomorrowland, then Circle Vision has to come back. Circle Vision. So that, which which uh, one? American Journeys or the one before it? Which I can't. American okay, now oh, now you got to get. You know, are you ter- talking Circle Rama or no. Circle Vision? Circle Vision. No, we're talking stri- Circle, Circle Vision. Vision. America the Beautiful, not American Journeys. The one before. You know, uh, American America the Beautiful or American yeah America the Beautiful was a great film, very outdated by you know just the cars in it. The but yeah, but so was, what? A very well, well, very well put together. It's a great production. I'm not so sure that you know. I like the Circle Theater. I actually like Timekeeper. You know, I never had a chance to see that. Yeah. One, but my, but I have to say, American Journeys I like strictly because I was involved in making that one. My scene ended what, up on the editing room. What, what was your involvement? I was in that film. My scene got cut, but I was in the film when they were filming it. I would like right to, yeah, I, the camera. <laughs> I would like to see what the stuff ended up that ended up on the floor. Uh, I did like American Journeys. I, I thought it was. No, good. I liked American Journeys as well. But you know, the the little campy, kitschy. You know, we're flying over the mountains. Oh, don't pick the flowers as you go by. You know, that, yeah, well, I that think, whole thing. Yeah, you know? the first one was far, far more unique. I think a, a, a better written story, a better edited movie. Though the new one was great. It was bright. It was. I would like to see the the original remastered into a. A, a new sure uh, seventy millimeter uh, no. print. With, well, you can't do seventy mil because well, of seven screens, but you know. Yes, it has to be. Th- but that that goes into a whole new realm. Of I wouldn't like to see just one. I'd like to have them continuously rotate them. Well, br- Richard, Canada, you got everything else. Hey, Richard, bring. You told me about your idea. Okay, we we talked about a few tweaks to some of the extinct attractions. We want to bring back already. Um, so. Tell us the tweak that you told me the other night of how you would handle that with today's technology. Handle what? Very, the new circle vision. It's very simple. You use digital projectors up there. Panasonic makes an awesome projector. You use digital projectors, and you put everything into solid-state memory. You don't have to change films. Out. The biggest thing that Circle Vision had is you have these huge film cabinets that have 20, what, what is it, 19, 20 minutes worth of film. And when you change a movie over, you have to actually physically change the film out of the projectors. On this, you solid-state, it's literally flip a switch, and you're on to your next show. So then uh, let's say, you, let's say um, at 9... You know, nine, ten, thirty, twelve, whatever. You get American Journeys. You know, nine thirty, ten, fifteen, whatever. You know, you get. You have a regular um, schedule. American, yeah. And then after about a year of that, you you're gonna say, well, you know, our least favorite show is let's say American Journeys. We can drop that one and change the rotation. Yep. Being all digital, you could actually really cater to what the audience wants. You might find it seasonal too. That your your summer crowd, when you got a lot of visitors, they prefer this. I think that's a great idea that Richard has. I think to putting them into the digital format because I was going to almost say that's that's one of those quasi not really extinct attractions because obviously Wonders you know, of China the, still shown and can oh Canada still yeah. there. Um, right. So there still is a home for those, but it's not full 360. But France has a 270 uh, one. And then the, and then what is it? Time Isn't that one more like 180, not 270? No, it's 270. It goes around on the sides. It uses uh, seven screens instead of nine. Anyway. Anyways. Okay. Okay, so um, now that was that one of ours, or was that one of no, ours? No, that was one of ours. You right, just, okay. You just jumped into Tomorrowland. 
Um, so you burned one of yours. What I have a list now? I mean, I have no, no, so no, many no. I could <laughs> I could use. But so you know, Amy, Amy uh, so if we're in if we're in um, Tomorrowland, Amy wrote us and she asked for what she affectionately calls the sky buckets or the uh, skyway. Oh, yeah, skyway. Yeah, and I have to say that that is, there's another attraction that wouldn't have to go from a too traditional land kind of thing like we did with the Magic Kingdom and Disneyland, but you could also use that to go to multiple places. Sure. I used to really love Disney World because it was so long compared to Disneyland, which I mean it was had a fair link to. You got to go through the Matterhorn, which was kind of cool. But both the, of them the, had, the, yes, both Richard. Both of them had a very unique thing to them. I liked Magic Kingdom because it had that turn in the middle of it. Yeah, where you yeah, I thought that was cool. That turn to go. <coughs> But Disneyland was great, especially during the electrical parade at night, or any parade for that matter, because the Skyway took you over the parade route, and it was just kind of unique yeah. to be up on top of that. And yeah, on the, <clears throat> that was one of the easy ways across, and not everybody sure. figured that out. Yeah, that, that was good. I, I, I do miss that. And the funny thing that I, uh, funny, I, ironic, that both that both the parks, the, you know, the... Um, Show building, if you will, the the launch sites, they're still there. It could it could be put back into the present parks. They just uh, well, you have to put the towers up. Disneyland lost yeah. everything on uh, when they put rocket rods in there. They took everything out for uh, the Tomorrowland station. The Fantasyland station is all still there. Fan- well, so the the total Tomorrowland station is gutted. It's completely gutted. It's uh, what's left of the actual building. There has some offices up there. And I say the rocket rods didn't go through that. Yeah, the rocket rods did go. Well, the, that was the might have skirted shop. the edge. Yeah, the rocket where the rocket rod shop is is what used to be the storage area for the Skyway. Oh, okay. Uh, the Fantasyland the Fantasyland Skyway station now is a home for Wildcats. Yeah. Well, the, the, the to, yeah the Tomorrowland station is nothing but a big hole anyway. I mean, there wasn't anything up there, but uh, I mean, it was a pretty Real. empty place, you know. So yeah. just a couple walls and you know. And that was about it. Okay, so we covered it. What, what else did Amy have to... Oh, yeah, we got her on the April Fool's one. I, I like that. Oh, she also asked for Country Bear Jamboree, any version. And obviously, she must... Did she say where she's from? Because... Uh, no, you know, I, I think she's Connecticut. Hmm. Because, you know, they still have Country Bear Jamboree in the Magic Kingdom. She didn't Kingdom, say where she's so. from. I must be No, she down. didn't. So right. she maybe... Let's call her a local girl. And yes, I, I miss Country Bear, too. I... Still haven't figured out why they couldn't have kept one theater, still built the pile of poo in front of it or behind it, and had both of them. Yeah, and as a couple of people have mentioned, it's just not Christmas anymore without yeah, Exactly. Now, would, it's would not. You consider, would you consider Country Bear the first attraction to a holiday overlay? Yeah. Would you yes. Yeah, so Small World and Mansion stole it from them. Now, All right, wait, didn't you guys wait. tell me when you were over at Magic Kingdom, though, that the Country Bear is really looking a little dilapidated over there, like they, like maybe they're getting ready to change that out? Or something? Well, I wouldn't say like they're getting ready to change it out. I, what I, my observation would be, think of what Disneyland looked like a year and a half ago, two years ago, before they started uh, prepping for the 50th. Yeah, that Dead was- air. Dead air. No. Well, <laughs> you were addressing your question to Richard. Richard needs to speak up. Well, it, yeah, the observation is maybe it, we saw it weeks or a month before rehab, but some of the figures, you know, like the eye kept blinking or it didn't close, 
it looked a little shoddy like it was time for rehab I don't know that I would say that it looked like it was getting ready to be yanked I'm just saying it looks like yeah, no, I, it needed some attention I was not impressed with the Country Bear show and, and Magic Kingdom the sound uh, system they, was was less than adequate yeah, yeah, I think it sounded, it, it, were they still using the same original show or the yes, original the, show not the summer the camp show the original show which I'm sorry but I like the summer camp show better yeah, was, yeah, was, you know, I'm a fan of the original. I've got the LP. I, I grew up with that. Now, some of the people on the East Coast, maybe they could answer a couple of questions for us. Does the Magic Kingdom do the Christmas show? And two, do they do the summer show, or have they stayed strictly with the original? Well, I'll be there in December, so I'll be able to tell you. So you'll be able to tell us. And also, you know, that that is a single theater, unlike the one we had at Disneyland, which was... Uh, two theaters. Which was actually kind of nice at times. So it, it was. Alternate back and forth, so you didn't have to wait a full 20 minutes to reload and get into the next theater. Now, along, I'm going to add something to Amy's wish list. If she wants Country Bear Jamboree, I think this goes part and parcel, is the mile-long bar needs to come back with <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you notice at the Magic Kingdom the mile-long bar is not there either? It was gone. It's I don't know if it's a candy shop or you know some you know, merchandising of some type. But I the mile-long bar was I, I found it unique. I in fact Richard can attest to this. We, you can leave this open to your imagination. But the combination of brownies and Mountain Dew have some unique <laughs> qualities to them. Oh, there's <laughs> stories on that one. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> what Richard? There's too many stories, and none of them we can repeat on this show. Uh, well, we well, could. We, this is the show we, we, of all the Disney podcasts we probably could, but that's re- even for us sometimes that might TMI, be getting a little low. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I want to jump back to Tomorrowland real quick, because uh, Jeff You going to Jonathan's? Or Jeff? No, Jeff oh, yeah. Houston, he wants to, to see uh, Horizons come back. That's not and, Tomorrowland. That's Epcot, but okay, you know, we can throw that into Tomorrowland, if, yes. If you had to take, you know, you build it on a Magic Kingdom model... Of you know a collection of extinct attractions, where would you put Horizons? Okay, uh, all right. I guess we should have prefaced that this park would be built on a um, Magic Kingdom model. No. Uh, yeah. Well, I was going to use a more technical land planning term, but Go yeah, ahead. we're, we're going to have a central hub. We're going to have use some kind of street coming in, and we're going to have all these these. Um, uh, spokes of a wheel come off the hub, and yeah. So what we've got a Tomorrowland. Yes, Horizons would be in the future world or Tomorrowland. Yeah, whatever and I like Horizons. And, and in all fairness, we never did say it was going to be based on Magic Kingdom slash Disneyland. And the only reason we didn't think about that is because Disneyland being 50 years old, Magic Kingdom being uh, what are we now? 30, 34, 34 years old, and Magic Kingdom. Uh, we're just coming up on 25. We haven't had the turnover of attractions at the newer parks. We're just now starting to get the turnovers at the newer parks that both Magic Kingdom and uh, Disneyland have already gone through. So in fairness, I would say, yeah, Horizons is a legitimate call. All right. Well, well, you know, the Magic Kingdom has its, had, has its fair share of turnover, but they haven't had the wholesale turnover like, like the Magic Kingdom. But, you know, Dis- Disney himself was around for the first, what, 10 or 15 years to you know, direct some of those wholesale changes. Eleven years, um, you know, two Tomorrowlands. Yeah, which uh, is one of the ironies. We were on the third Tomorrowland when he passed away, and 
it didn't change until 97, and nobody liked what it changed to anyway. Well, uh, it didn't really change. They, they repainted it. Well, that, they, I mean, they, 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 they okay. Over, they they, they put the Orbitron up front and all that crap. Yeah. Sure, but in general, that was the only major change, other than the rocket rods, I guess. But that that and the whole that blue. Well, the whole thing blew because they went into this Discovery Land thing that they have in Paris, because it's kind of like, well, we can't think the future anymore. But hey, we can play Jules Verne because that was a hundred years ago. That'll never change, and we don't have to. Actually, you know, do any work? Do upkeep? Anymore. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, you know, it's well. We could that could be another podcast. Why they can't think? I don't think it's they can't think the future. They took a different stab at it, and it didn't work. Exactly. So not not everything Disney touched worked. I mean, we can go back right. and do a podcast on where he blew it, but that's not what this one's okay. about. Um, so horizons, yes, and okay. So what should we tweak in horizons? I don't think the in thing pick your destination ever worked because I never got to go where I wanted to go. So I'm not sure if that was a good thing or not at the time. end. Yeah. What's that, Richard? He got overruled every time. Yeah, it seems like I always got. I, I still overruled. think it was. I still think it was a predetermined order, just like going in the beginning of Indiana uh, Indiana Jones. You know, if you ride it three times in a row, you're going to get a different intro. You hope you're going to get a different intro. Well, you yeah. are. It, it ran. Well, yeah. I think in Indy, yeah, but in Horizons, the whole thing was it was just supposed to go on to a basically it was like a projector type deal. Yeah, but I, I think you know the only way to test that theory, Richard, would be if you knew that all three you pick you know pushed the same button, did you actually get to go there? I think the thought is out of three people and what you had three endings. Yeah. That if you didn't go to where you wanted to, that's probably because you, you figured the other the guy pushed the other ruled, button yes. faster or something. Yeah, yeah. I think it went in the same order. One, two, three, one, two, three. Just like the, yeah. just like the dudes at the end of Haunted Mansion. They go in yeah. order. Dink, dink, dink. They could do that, yeah. So it's very possible. Maybe there's a an ex cast member out there that can chime in on this and let us know. Yeah. All right. Uh, what okay. else we got? Moving on. Moving what on. Else we got? What else we got? Uh, Horizon we talked about. Extinct Attraction. Jonathan. Jonathan Cooper. He likes... Well, I'm not sure you should be giving out people's last names there, but... Oh, sorry. The guy formerly known as Jonathan Cooper. <laughs> um, we talked... No, way. Our whole first mailbag episode was devoted to Jonathan. We used his first and last name. Why would okay. we not use his first and last name? Uh, it's Jonathan Cooper such a common name. Okay, but, that's you know, right. Anyways. Uh, you know, he likes... Now, uh, now you just, just picked them off royally. So. Uh, he likes... Yeah. Okay, we'll only use his initials there. next time. Jonathan J- Cooper. JC, right? JC. Just a time. Jesus Christ! Oh, I'm sorry. That was Jonathan Cooper. Oh, horrible. Uh, yeah, tomorrow, I did that right before Easter, too. Tomorrow's Easter. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, anyway, okay. John, anyway, Jonathan so what likes, did he write here? He likes Alien Encounter. Oh, he loves Alien Encounter. Loves it. I mean, I think he's got a he's got a thing for Alien Encounter. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? I still, I still can't figure out why they changed it. I, I, I know Stitch is popular, but I think the whole Alien thing fit far more into Tomorrowland than, you know... Stitch's cartoon alien. Though I enjoyed... I, I'm not a Stitch fan by any means. I think the attraction has got great effects. I just find it a little hokey with Stitch, but I enjoyed it. Would it be the first thing on my list to go see? No. So, yes, let's bring Alien Encounter back, because I'd love to have seen the original. Yeah. You said you said your your old lady went on it, right, Rich? Yeah, and she, she liked it. Um, she kind of thought it was... 
there the build-up going into it was a little too much. It was kind of a little bit of a disappointment, she told me. I never got a chance to go on it. But uh, she said just the build-up to it was, oh. And why, why didn't you baby swap and go on that, by the way? You know, to be honest, I really don't remember why. I don't. I don't remember why. Because yeah, I, I have to say, Richard, because I remember when I hired into Disneyland, and you'd already been there what five or six years, and where I'm walking around my orientation by the supervisor in my area, and we're walking behind the old Mission Space Building, and he's telling us about Alien Encounter, and this is what '88. He's telling us this new attraction is coming in, and you know it's going to be their first PG-13 attraction. Yeah. They're not sh- you know, really building it up, and there's been some uh, some reasons here and there why it hasn't been installed yet, and they're still working out some kinks. It's real scary. They don't know if they should tone it down. And I can see. So the, I, you're right. There was this huge buildup. I might have thought the same thing. Fun, but wow, what a letdown from what I expected it to be. And how many yeah. how many Imagineering tours do we go on? And they talk about. Oh, I can't, probably can't every, count how many. Everyone, everyone, they talk. Well, oh, it's coming, it's coming. Every, everything that happened, what in the last half of the '80s, all the way uh, into for about ten years there, they were talking about the new Tomorrowland. This alien encounter was going to be here, and they had all these old designs, and they showed the whole, you know, all this stuff up, and it became a restaurant at Disneyland. Yeah, kind of a waste. Red Rocket Stitch at Disneyland because it's Red Rocket's Pizza Port. Yeah. yeah and the funny thing is, you go into the restaurant, you can sit back to where the theaters were, and you still got it's painted black, so it's harder to tell, but you can still see this big open space up where the projectors and everything used to be from the old Mission to Mars. So, hmm. how about hey. Mission to Mars? Do you think Mission to Mars is worth to come back? Nope. It was fun, uh, but I think it's yeah. it's a little too dated. That that's getting a little too dated there. America's oh. Things. Only for nostalgic purposes would you bring a okay. Well, this is all this is all an exercise in nostalgia anyway. Yeah, but I mean, no, there's a difference between some seeing something for, you know, oh God, that's more like a museum piece than a I'd reinstall it to enjoy it. Okay, Here, here's here's so you don't think you put butts in the seats in. You know, I I no not it's not when you have something like the puke and spin over <laughs> at Epcot. Yeah, which I happen to love, by the way. I I think I like uh, Mission to Space, Space, Space Puke and Spin is, uh, <laughs> or it should be Spin and Puke, because you got to spin before you puke. Um, I still can't. I I, I should have taken one of those uh, airsick bags just for the uh, or Spin and uh, Stroke. <laughs> yeah, Spin and Stroke. Well, uh, I you're, like. You're, uh, <laughs> yes, say, bring back America Sings. I, I I liked America Sings. Bring it back. You were saying, Richard. And it, I was going to say an example, another example of an attraction that was neat at the time, but completely, it, it's pointless to bring it back. The Monsanto House of the Future with those wonderful new things that we're all going to have, like the microwave oven and the electronic dishwasher. It, you put something no. like that out there today, and everybody's going to go, okay, so. We have and, all that, but don't. But, okay, okay, but, but, but Richard, I'm thinking really stuff that there's forward thinking stuff that you can put in the House of the Future. Well, uh, yeah, I would say you could bring the House of the Future back and make it even more modern. You know, remember, we're not bringing. The reason I say don't bring Mission Space, or I mean Mission. Mission. <laughs> mission, well, mission flight to, to the Moon or Mission. To mission Mars. Was it Mission to Mars? Yeah, flight to the Moon and Mission to Mars. Because the whole. There's not that much technology update you can do. You had the big round room, your seats puffed up and sank down. You've got something like Mission Space. It's a decent replacement. But the House of the Future, you could you could take the same design, which is still unique, very futuristic looking, and put in 
you know, something that we haven't put in as a regular use in the house that's still out there. Uh, you know, what is it? Sonic showers or, you know, all this other kind of technology that you could probably dream up. Or we Allen. could just do a Pixar bastardization of it and uh, open up Buzz Lightyear's house. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, even just building the house, that shape and everything, I, I, okay, in the cartoon it looks great, but if we were to build the house again, I'd feel like I'm in Woody Allen's sleeper in that movie. It was just that oh, no, not even. Okay, America's I, Things, you said. Let's go back to America's yeah. Things real quick, because we kind of jumped over I kind of jumped over that. I agree. I would like to see America's Things come back. I'd like to see Carousel of Progress. Well, we still yeah, have it know. over Magic Kingdom, but... Uh, maybe. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's on the rumor list of being on the, the chopping block. How about this? Bring back America Sings, but don't put it in Tomorrowland because it never really fit. Other than the building is a show building of the future. I mean, nobody builds show right. buildings like that. Uh, put it Liberty Square, Liberty Square, Main Street. Oh, Main yeah. Street. There you go. Yeah, it could do something like that. Or, well, let, let's let's leave that or for a second. If we bring back Carousel of Progress to all its glory, build the show building that they had at the World's Fair, which I think was a far superior show building to what they built at Disneyland. That was a huge, huge building, too. Well, it was, and it was great looking. It was really architecturally well, pleasing. Yeah, uh, I, I, I like the one. Oh, okay, so here's my ore. Bring them both back and stack them. Oh, yeah. That's an awesome That'd idea. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, That's that an awesome idea. Take that your pick. Work. Yeah, take your pick. Downstairs, yeah. Okay, okay, so what do you do about the scene at the end where you climb up and see Epcot? Well, then it would have to be on top, wouldn't it? Or Progress City. Okay, sorry, Progress City. But, yeah, so it's three levels. Huh? American Sings on the first Yeah, level. sure, yeah. why not? Okay, sure, yeah. This is all fantasy, why not? Yeah, I like it. We, we have an endless budget here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And <laughs> an open amount of land. Money. Yeah. We got plenty of while, land. Yeah. Yeah, money, money is no cost here. No object. <laughs> or money is no, no cost. Yeah, money is no object. We're printing our own Disney money here. <laughs> here's, here's something funny. Now, as we've been talking, I, I've got two more you know, rides I want to see come back queued up in my head, and we're still in Tomorrowland. Oh, I... I are we? I, it no, sounds we'll, like we're going to leave we'll Tomorrowland well, really okay, quick here. We got to have Adventure Through Space come back, and we got to have. Oh Rangers. come on! Yes, Adventures. Yes, you know, is that right? Okay, that we're right? not bringing back makeout rides. We're bringing out. <laughs> we're bringing back quality. I know there's a okay. big following for you know, you uh, Journey or Adventure Through Space. Space. Thank you. I bought the CG re- recreated attraction on DVD. I don't know where I found it on the internet. It's a great. I mean, he's got the soundtrack. You sit there and you ride through it, all done in CGI. Very cool. Oh, I don't Greg, know I if I... I ask you, have you sat down with your wife in front of the screen and just gone through this as a make-out ride? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> You're assuming... Never mind, I'm not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Okay, listen. I'm just dumbfounded he'd even say... Because he would do something like that. I wouldn't. But, you know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, Adventure Dinner Space. Is, is the popcorn wagon open? Yeah, no. Don't go there. Whale. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he's a blue whale. <laughs> okay. I didn't say it. <laughs> Who said that? Was that uh, you, Greg? Said what? <sighs> Never mind. Never mind. 
Keep going. We're okay. going way too often. Right, if All you right. want, you, you, can, you know what? Since it's a fantasy, if you want inner space back, you can have inner well, space back. It can be, well, wouldn't be on my list to bring back. But you can update you, the the effects on the ride. Oh, sure, you could. Um, make it that much more fun. But then, you know, that's one of those ones that you might take the effects as is and take it for what it was. That's true. Yeah, it's, again, it's a nostalgia issue. Okay, yeah, kind of but before we now, before we hop out of Tomorrowland, we got to bring back high. submarines. But we'll bring back They're the back. twenty, the twenty thousand leagues under the sea version. Okay, yeah, but that wouldn't be in Tomorrowland. I, I still think yeah. that's more of a th- sure fantasy. You know, oh, I'm not even sure. I liked it in Fantasyland, but I'd like to see a land that's a little. No, no, no. I, I would almost Discovery put it in. Oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. Discovery that's Bay. No, 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 no! Stop! Don't, don't go there yet, because I, I think at the end of this, it's bring back the rides that were never there, but were, you know, yeah. things that were designed to bring out. That I, that was already in my heads, in my heads, my head. Um, That's a Freudian slip. Yeah. So how it could be, it could be in a land yet to be determined, or I don't think it's that far off from going to the colonial period because it did kind of take place. What was it, 18, late 1800s? 18, uh, 20,000 leagues under the sea, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. So it could almost be in the colonial uh, area uh, of the not park. colonial. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways. You having problems over there? Uh, no, the Diet Pepsi's coming back uh, up. Should drink so much before we crack away. the mics. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Now I guess we're done with Tomorrowland. Okay. So, now what? Well, uh, what have see. our l- l- uh, lovely all, listeners... We've, we've is that the, it? We've read all the listener mail. Let's see. We did Horizons. We did... Okay, here's a guy that talked about Israel, an Israel pavilion for World Showcase. Yeah, you know, and... Uh, but that's God, something that's, well, he's, that's a drawing well, board kind of a thing that didn't... Right, but when I said Israel was slated and it was never there, he said there was something at the Millennium, millennium in 2000 where a few countries had some representation there for the Millennium. Now, I wasn't there at the Millennium, so don't know. Uh, Richard, if you have any insight, still being a company man, was was there any temporary pavilions or guest countries during that time? There was like they had a little kiosk, if I remember correctly. They had a little kiosk throughout that had a lot of different things from different countries, but it definitely wasn't like any of the lands. But, yeah, I think there was like a 100 and some countries that had a kiosk, and it was part of the uh, big old... uh, Oh, that funky parade where they had the big giant, giant people puppet things. It, it was just real funky for me. Okay, I've heard yeah, I think there was that. Thank you very little. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you want to move on back to Fantasyland? Sure. Why no, not? Let's go to Edison Square. We're not there yet, Richard. Sorry. Put it back in your pocket, okay? Well, I'm um, looking at your notes up here. I'm going. Let's go to that one. We're, we're working with the existing areas first. Okay, yeah. so Richard, what what ideas of of um, attractions have we not covered that from guests or listeners that you would want to bring back that have actually been there? Have <laughs> actually been there. Yes, give us an idea of what you miss. Oh man, the what does Dickless miss? <laughs> Thanks very little. The only one I really miss, we've already talked about, and that's really Circle Vision. I, I do, I do miss that one being out here in <coughs> California. They still have it in Epcot Center, the uh, one in the Magic Kingdoms. Every time I've been there, it's been closed. I was told it was a storage room. You told me that you had been in there since I was told that. So, 
Yeah. So your 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 Casablanca source was wrong again. Now, uh, you're you're not talking about. You're you're more for the the show of a circle vision or a particular movie. No, I like all the movies, and that's what the the. Uh, I mean, even if you made a new one, that'd be fine too. That's but, why his idea works for him because. It could be but new and I, old. I am just because I've liked the old movies in the past. I've, I've had a lot of fun with those. I do miss see, having the ability to see those now and then. And be able, you know, just sit back and, you know, watch the movies, so to speak. But that's me. So what can I say? Um, otherwise, for the rest, the rest of the uh, park, I can't think of anything offhand that we haven't already discussed on there as well. You're good, huh? I'm pretty good. Deeple Mover would be my next biggest one, but in the submarines, you know, we kind of briefly went over that because, yeah, the submarines are going to be coming back at Disneyland. I agree with Mike. I would like to see the 20,000 League subs come back. But even the new subs that are coming back are a cartoon version of submarines. Yeah, it's a bastardization. Yeah, are you one of your another one of your Pixar? It's a there. it's a we'll take what we can get kind of a mentality, you know. And it was it kind of. To me, it, it, may, it misses kind of a lot of the point that the old subs were back when they were first built in 59 and even updated. There's a lot that's out there in the oceans that the future has to hold, and they're just completely throwing that out you know, to the side. Yeah, I, I thought personally that they could have done... What? They could have done what? Did he fall out of... Uh, he's getting distracted. I have not. I was thinking that that attraction was ripe to do something with, like the Jacques Cousteau Society or something, where you could you could take the subs down to research uh, whatever they research and those kind of things. Maybe <laughs> you got you got so much. You, got you so could much go do some submarine work in a submarine. Is that you yeah, yeah, yeah. You could get Bill Murray and you can get this yellow submarine. You could no. Um, but no, you, you could get some some explosives so you could go kill that shark. Now I always wondered why they couldn't introduce real live animals in there and do something more research oriented. So, you know, not unlike uh, the Living Seas, which has been which has been Pixar too. Yeah, I mean that's there, almost becoming pejorative. That word Pixar has almost become pejorative to me in the park. Uh, the way they've used it, I think they've just used it See, the wrong that, way. That that kind of threw me off too, because at the Living Seas, it started off with all these great uh, ideas of having this whole sea the sea whole, base, the sea base sea alpha business. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know the same thing can be said with the uh, submarines here at Disneyland that you can do so much. You got you got all this top. Yeah, there was articles that were just out this last week on these new uh, fish farms that they want to build out in the deep seas to be able to do new fish farming and some new uh, uh, mineral detection and everything else at the seafloor. It's we're just at the cusp of the technology there, which was what Tomorrowland and you know Future World were all supposed to be. And suddenly, boom, we're going to do a cartoon because we don't want to have to talk about it. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's synergy. Yay for synergy! Yeah, wow. synergy. It, it's it, we can we can advertise our cartoon here, but we can't talk about. Yeah, I almost think it's almost deeper and more insi- uh, ins- insidious than that. But uh. oh, wow. anyways, yeah, for the most part, all any of the attractions I can think of, we've already talked about there. So, all right, Mike, what, what anything for you? Mike? All right, let's see. I 
I gave all my Tomorrowland ones that I miss. Uh, Fantasyland. Uh, I don't, you know, Skull Rock, Pirate Hook Ship. We talked about that. We talked about the Skyway. Uh, Frontierland. What am I missing? Golden Horseshoe. Uh, well, the Gold- Golden Horseshoe exists. You're talking about the, the show. show. Yes, of course. Golden Horseshoe, Horseshoe Review, review yeah. excuse me. So should we push the dead people in, you know, prop up their, <laughs> you know, in their coffins? And, or would you accept someone else doing Wally Bogue's routine? Have either of you seen the Billy Hill show? No. It is kind of a cool show. It's still a fun show. It's not as, shall we say, expansive as the Golden Horseshoe, but it's still a pretty decent show, and it still has that uh, Old West vaudeville feel to it. I, I guess think, we should I be think, happy that's just not a plush shop or something. Exactly. Now, I think exactly. now I think what does the a, Diamond Horseshoe review do? Now, it, I saw the Diamond Horseshoe back in the, the 80s, and it was a very similar show to what was out here. Um, but, you know, what do they do now? They do Billy Hill East, or what do they do? <laughs> Billy Hill East. Billy Hill, I don't know. <laughs> no right. one knows. Okay, someone you will might, tell okay, us. You, you there's might, always somebody out there correcting us. You so. might have a point, though, Greg, that, that the Golden Horseshoe Review show with the, the the actors that did it might not be follow-upable, you know, or updatable with, you know, fresh faces doing the same routines. That might be one of those classic things you just don't mess with. Well, I, I think know. you can still do a show that involves, you know, a crooner, some can-can girls, a comedian. But, you know, you probably need to refresh it for the times. Okay. I, I mean, the whole idea of going in there is being immersed in that kind of an era. And so what do you have in that kind of an era? You have can-can girls. Yep. Now, hey, we could do the Blazing Saddles routine in the can-can room. How that? <laughs> you have a Madeline Kahn type to go up there. And <laughs> the Teutonic tit willow. All right. <laughs> What's that? She, didn't she have dancing Nazis with her or something to it? No, the the uh, Kaiser's guys, right? Kaiser. Kaiser guys. <laughs> Doing springtime uh, for Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be All good. Right. All right. Um, you know, we talked about this on our last show about Tom Sawyer's Island. Maybe that, you know, getting that refreshed. Uh, uh, there's a, there's one I do miss there. Is I miss the fort. I miss being able to go into yeah. the canteen. I miss going up and shooting the guns out at the top of the fort. Yeah. I miss all of that. Well, I miss the bad engines burning the cabin. Yeah, I miss <laughs> that too. Yeah. So but, we have the we have the the peace smoking engines on the other side. Uh, we need the bad ones back. And right. kicking ass on the island again. I'd like to see the Mike Mike Fink Killboats come back. Those yeah, I like to. You know, I think the river has become less active than it used to be. I guess a you could say. Yeah. Well, you, you know, the one at the Magic Kingdom is far more sedate than but, the one at but in Disneyland. A, in high summer in Anaheim, you had Columbia, Mark Twain, Killboats, the rafts zipping across, and the canoes. You stood, yeah. you stood there at the bend of the river, in front of River Bell and Pirates, and you just there's saw always river traffic. There's past all there. kinds of well. Now on. you still have it. You're just short to keelboats. It's, it's now, you know, second class citizen smoking area. <laughs> that's what the, that's what yeah, the, the, you know, the dock is now. If you're a second class citizen and you smoke, that's where you take care of business. Uh, well, you know. But I, I, just right. for the traffic, you know, remember the, the keelboats, when they first appeared at Disneyland, they weren't an attraction. They were a show on the river. 
So they, they might think, and, you know, Davy Crockett fought and pushed each other in the water and all that kind of a stuff. So uh, I, I just think you need some river traffic to, you know, keep things going. All right, Greg, now you, you pulled Richard, you pulled me, so you're saving yourself for last. Well, I said the, the keel boats. That, that was one of those okay. things I wanted to bring back. Um, geez, you know, I think yeah. you guys mentioning a lot of those. Uh, well, World of Motion. I'd bring World of Motion back. Yeah, that is a, that was a fun one. I, I'm nothing against the test track. The test track that's over there was, is fun. It's nice. I, I kind of look at the race track on the outside a little short. But I do miss World of Motion. That had a lot of neat uh, storyline going in there. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd bring that back. I would bring back, as corny as it was, the original uh, Imagination Pavilion. Oh, I like the original attraction. I like the original much better. Missing Dreamfinder. Yeah, yeah, Dreamfinder. Figment's still there, but yeah, in a, in a more perverse way than he already was. Yeah, uh, yeah. Figment's more obnoxious than he was at the first time. You know, Living Seas in its original incarnation would be nice. Yeah, Sea Base Alpha. Yeah, yeah, those those kind of things. You know, the Energy Pavilion. Uh, you know, Ellen's show was not. Okay, no. It was not unpalatable, but the original show I think is dated. Sure. Boring. Excuse me. You know boring. Okay, going into Epcot, you know what's missing is I miss the old Communicore in there. The yeah, we've had yeah, we've had this conversation, Richard. I think I know, but it, what they have there now just is like a bastardization of what it once was. Now, what what they have there now is selling every <laughs> Disney uh, game title. Yeah, you know, it, I, it just you know, yeah, I understand what you mean by the old Communicore, though everything in there would be dated by today's standards. I'd, yes. I'd say, but it was you know. But, but the concept I, of hands-on... Showcasing technology, yes. put you, putting your hands on technology, yes. It's and you, you could maintain it and keep it going further, keep it going current. They keep saying that's what whole what interventions is supposed to be, but uh, I just don't see it really. Well, get innovations this much. They have changed some of the shows. It, yeah. I mean, the, they, they've done a little bit, but it's still far from... What it could be, um, I'll take the old Tomorrowland Terrace back in all its uh, show Sorry. glory, <laughs> and I'll take back the Space Mountain Amphitheater the with the old uh, entrance to Space Mountain going up the ramp. Going up the ramp. Yeah, I think it's lost yeah. a lot by the way they oh, route, get you up there now through the old space through place through and space all that. Place. Yeah, I'd like uh. to see old space place. I know they always what? say, "Also oh, tucked away, nobody, nobody could find the rest." But I wouldn't mind having space place back rather than have red rockets. Put space place back and then put a different attraction or something. Uh, you know, whether I, you put I see what or they put in uh, uh, Alien Encounter back in there. We well, you know, you know how they killed that that restaurant was. By taking out the the amphitheater, you, in that case, yeah, probably nobody knew it was back there because you couldn't they see couldn't it. see through to it. But when it was open as an amphitheater, you could get food there, watch the show. Uh, there was a terrible band called Helix, but it was fun <laughs> because it was kind of futuristic and all that. It campy, but that's what you know. You know, Disney used to be very campy, and I I things like Kids of the Kingdom. 
that was an, a fun show. It was kind of like the Mike Curb congregation comes to Disneyland. <laughs> and those <laughs> kind of it was. <laughs> well, they weren't as politically edgy as the Mike Curb congregation. Let's put it that way. Um, so those those kind of because we didn't get into a lot of the showy kind of things. No. We did talk about the entrance to Tomorrowland with the water features, which to me seemed very more futuristic than this kind of you know metallic no. thing they've got going yeah. now. Um, I hear you talking about show things. How about those? Uh, how about those out of season? Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Out of season uh, experience. You know, state fair. Uh, remember State Fair? Blast of the Past. Uh, oh, you're talking about the. Uh, what do they call them? They were they did during the low, the, the low season well, times. Part of it is because Disneyland doesn't have a low season that much. Well, not now. But what what, what would you call those ex- those events? Okay, you're last, you're like, three months. You're really reaching. I would not bring State Fair back. No, to State Fair sucked, but Blast of the Past was awesome. I don't know. I like State Fair. Was the first State Fair was fun? The, the pig races. You like the pig races? <laughs> I like the pig races. The, the He's just of, like squealing like a pig. You know, the globe of likes. death or the I, motorcycles, the two motorcycles. No, that was kid. circus. I never liked. Circus. Oh, okay, circus, circus State Fair. I, okay. I, yeah. Uh, but well, somewhere, you know, the, the the old thing that people really ha- uh, get all miffed about with those was, I think Disney somewhere said there would never be a Ferris wheel at Disneyland. Which one of those stupid things Circus. brought the Ferris wheel well, right to the front of the park? They mo- maybe they State both Fair did. Ferris wheel, yeah. Maybe they both did. Because yeah. I think I was answering something on somebody's blog or something when they were saying there's a Ferris wheel at DCA. And I said, yes, there is, but there's not one at Disneyland. And then they countered back with the, that State Fair thing, yeah, but w- which you know, it was, it was temporary. A, so. It was like in a three-month yeah. event during the slow times. It was in the fall and in the spring. Yeah. Don't miss those but, things at all. Uh, I, Blast of the Past, I liked. When they brought the carnies in, uh, that was just, again, that that was just was, too much. That was circus. That was circus. I, I didn't, I, yeah, State Fair it, had some of those same even. like game booths and bullshit up at the end, up on Small World Plaza. Okay, um, California Adventure. I'll bring back Big Thunder Ranch Barbecue. <sighs> yes. Yes. Good. I that would was, like to see the Big Thunder Ranch expand back. Get rid of that whole lamp, that whole uh, festival arena area. Ah, see, I don't miss the animals. Who cares? The food. Yeah, I know that festival good. arena just sits there, and you know, I saw a bunch of plastic-looking condom things hanging over a lot of the lights, and now, it's, did, did, you know, just did Hunchback do that well that they threw a freaking quick land together for it, or it actually did even right up to the uh, last day. It was standing room only in the theater. Huh. So I never was, saw. Was, I never saw the show. I never saw any. Uh, it was I saw it once. It, it wasn't too like, bad. Pretty good. Ah, uh, all right. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Snow White. They spent a lot of money on it. Oh, and I, it I've heard nothing good about Snow White. Snow White's story was not even the story of Snow White. I mean, they. It's, oh, I mean, they I used, like you know, they used the character's name to protect the innocent, but <laughs> they, it really wasn't. There like really, really wasn't it, you know. All right, what are we missing? Okay, well, I, I don't know. I, you know, I think we have okay. covered think so. everything that everything that was there. I, I have. Well, no, we weren't very because, discriminative. We just said, no, 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 no,
what is it, the steel exhibit, the aluminum oh, exhibit. No. Hall of Chemistry, uh, no, no, no. You know, okay, the original have, rocket jets. I have one I actually was kind of sure. reminiscing about about this last week that I kind of miss having. Um Videopolis, Teeny Bopperopolis. <laughs> I was about to say that, you know, Teeny Bopperopolis. I was actually looking at that place. Well, granted, it was empty this week, but I was actually looking at that place this last week and you go, you know, I missed the dancing, I missed the live bands, I missed the music videos being played. You there. know what? You know what? It was kind of a fun happening. Videopolis was the gateway. It was, you know, the gateway drug, if you want. <laughs> okay, to the cheap babysitter annual pass. The Videopolis Pass was the first. Was oh, the, first, the Videopolis Pass. The yeah, summer, the, the summer, after six pass or yeah, whatever it was. Summertime yeah. only after six. You know, was dirt cheap. Forty, fifty. But you bucks. could argue they wouldn't have needed that if they would have kept the prices down to where they used to be. That's true. That's true. But now what do we you have? Could, we have. Could have, you could have come in with a general admission ticket in the old days and yes, done something and just, like and that, which is there. what people did when they wanted to go to Plaza Gardens and see the big bands or whatever yeah. play. I'm surprised none of you mentioned bringing Plaza Gardens back the way it used to I be. I almost thought about Plaza Gardens, but the only thing you I missed from there I'm is the hard survival cream. This, this is going on to one we were talking about. We should do. We should talk about the entertainment in the park, and I'm trying to stay away from that because we're talking about. Actual okay, because you, you want to do a podcast on the, the in, what inter, entertainment, what parades, what what's worked, what's not. Yeah, let's do that for another one. Okay, so it's time to bring up what I was thinking about. We didn't talk about Richard kind of, excuse stole me, your, spoiled stole, in a way. Stole your um, there have been a lot of things on the drawing board. That we've seen models for even. But actually were advertised to put in the park and at some point got the kibosh put on them. So Richard, I think, blurted out. Edison Square, Edison and Square. that is one that I'd like to see finally built. Though, if you really look at the details of Edison Square, what became Circle Vision was going to be part of Edison Square, or not Circle Vision, uh, Carousel of Progress, and it was also supposed to have the Hall of Presidents or something yep. like right. that. Well, but I think the area is a themed area, and the way it would have been located behind Main Street would have been a great area. But didn't didn't Liberty Square steal components of Edison? Uh, well, only in the Hall of Presidents. Edison Square, I think, was set more oh, in yeah. the 1800s, 1800s yes, as yes, far as architecture sorry. and all yes. that. 1880, 1890. Yeah. Well, well it, it'll fit right in with Main Street because Main well, Street. Well, right yeah, there. think Edison. Yeah, Thomas. And then that that kind of yeah. that kind of answers that question. Um, so th- I'd like to see. I would like to see that built. I think that would have been a great addition. And then Discovery, Discovery Bay, Bay at Disneyland would have. No, uh, the arena is now. Yeah, we would have had the Hyperion airship. We would have had a full-size Nautilus that had a restaurant in it. Um, I forgot the Hyperion was more of a uh, just a big feature, or if it actually did something. There was some kind of balloon ride thing. It was a weenie for the area. It might have been just a big weenie. Yeah, they they had a they had this balloon ride, if I remember right. They kind of went along a track and call it like a kids ride. Did you? Sit in a hot air balloon and kind of. Now, didn't wasn't one of the first exhibits up in the gallery, the whole Discovery Bay, unrealized Discovery Bay? Wasn't there a thing about the Disneyland that never was? It seems to me that there was at one time. I do, you know that's 
some of those things you see pop up and they, they're here and they're there and people just kind of ask, well, what's that? Well, this is you something know, I, that never happened. I remember that show and I remember they showed uh, Edison Square, some of the drawings for Edison Square, but I don't ever remember any mention of uh, Discovery Bay. That was something I still remember from the old showcase shop up front on Main Street. Was that where I, where I remember seeing model a model of, of Discovery yeah, Bay? The area that was up at the showcase shop. Premier shop, at, right? On Main Street. No, no, no. no it's, it's right next uh, to the magic shop. Yeah, across from the Emporium. Yeah. Same location in the Emporium, other side of the street. Yeah. Wouldn't, wasn't, yeah. Didn't we call that the Premier Shop? No, it was no Premier Shop was in Tomorrowland. All yeah. right. It right, still well, has the name showcase there. But anyways, okay. yeah, that, that model was out there, and yeah. Yeah, the Hyperion was, was kind of like floating behind a mountain or something, right? You just saw the nose of it. Yeah, I think he it was coming out of like a hangar or something. Oh, hangar, yeah. that's right, that's yeah. right, hangar, sorry. Yeah. And in fact, they did actually use that over at uh, Disneyland Paris, Paris yeah. the Hyperion. That's where their Videopolis is, is inside the hangar with the airship. Yeah, I wonder if they... Yeah, uh, yeah I, I think that would have been um, a, a great... A great area, and it would have helped fill in that kind of wasted area where the Big Thunder Ranch is. That's wasted, that's for sure. It is now uh, wasted, yeah. wasted quite a bit. Well, <laughs> it's used all the time now for corporate picnics, so it's a good selling thing. Oh, it's Holiday Land. Have, it's Holiday Land come, been reincarnated? Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah kind of that's a good yeah. phrase. I like that one. Okay, here's another one that may care. It's Richard should know this. I'm not sure if you do, Mike. Uh, Thunder Mesa. Thunder Mesa. Thunder Mesa. Is, we've talked about that. Isn't one, that yeah. what Paris Disneyland? That's where Big Thunder Mountain is, or there? No, not there, really. It was actually mansion, their mansion. No, uh, Thunder Mesa originally was slated for Walt Disney World, and it was a combination of I think two attractions actually, and it was a big wall mesa, you know, like a mesa. Of, uh, Southwest type theme. One was a run, some kind of runaway train attraction. That's why I'm not so sure Tony Baxter's uh, epiphany for Thunder Mountain is that much of an epiphany because <laughs> I think it may have been kind of, you know, he had seen this thing that they were going to do a while ago and then, hey, how about this? That's the epiphany versus totally original idea. And the other uh, part of it was going to be a, a ride not unlike Pirates as far as the ride system but it was going to be based on a Western theme because Pirates wasn't originally slated to go into the Magic Kingdom. It was going to be this Western uh, boat ride. Now, I've heard some people say that it would was going to use the same exact footprint, the same, you know, flume direction, the whole bit, and then they just, you know, take Pirates out, put Western in. Huh. And I don't know if that's true because I heard, I think it was Meandering Mouse talk about Dinosaur is the same exact... Ride layout as uh, Indy, yeah, is Indy. Every turn, every dip. Uh, I, you know what? I didn't pay. I didn't pay that close of attention to it when I wrote it to to kind of pick up that new 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 nuance. Thank you. Uh, but I can see how that could make it. <clears throat> excuse me, easy. And save sense. some money. <laughs> yeah, because your programming is the same thing, and if you have any problems, you got it worked out on both. Well, now I don't think it's the programming of the car; it's the track layout. Okay, and then you put in the new scenes. Instead of what we call in our business a reuse, oh. we'll take the original house, we'll build it again for another builder or the same builder, and then we make slight tweaks to the inside or the outside. But you know, the rooms are all in the same places. You know, the windows yeah, are pretty much all in the same places, things like that. 
need, I'm referring to the programming of the car and that it needs to make the same left turn, it needs to make the same right turn, it needs to go okay, up. But that's not programming, that's following a track. When you say no, programming, I think you mean uh, the dipping no. and the bending of the car. I'm when talking it, you know, when track it layout. At the same point every time, right? Pretends to stall. You know. Well, that, that that's a different programming. I'm talking about the the, the cars on Indy and on uh, Dinosaur. Don't forget the direction the car it just has a little tiny uh, uh, what is it called? Oh. What is it called, Mike, on the aircraft carrier that shoots the aircraft forward? It, that catapult? catapult? Well, what's the shuttle? thing that the air... The shuttle. It has just this little tiny shuttle that sits on the track that the car rides independent that is just has a cable attached to the car. The car has to know which direction it's going to be turning to stay, you know, within the means of the track there. It's not like it's being... On a, it's not on a track like you're thinking of a dark ride or on a hard track. That car decides it's going to pull off the track. It's going to pull off the track. Um, so, yeah, you're still dealing with the programming the car to make, you know, you go so many feet forward, then you're going to make this many degree turn to the left. You're going to go so many feet, feet forward. So maybe you're not under, understanding what I mean. If you were to look, if you were to take all the show elements out and you were going to look at a planned view, like you're looking straight down and see... Okay, you, you, you go from the, the load area, you make a slight right, go up the hill. You, you go up a hill, you make a left, you go up the hill, you make another left. I'm talking that you would you would look in plan view and see the same exact layout. And, and at that's the exactly end, what I'm at, well, it sure didn't sound like it because it sounded like the programming of the turns. I'm talking about the you know exact layout to the point where we go under the rock with Indy it goes down under the dinosaur at the end of whatever it's doing. I don't remember that okay. clearly. That's exactly what I'm saying. That is the program of the computer. That's based on... The, that you have a track that the car follows, but you have to have a computer program to tell the car to follow that track. I understand. All right. Okay. All right. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Boy, sure sounded simpler my way. But anyways... Um, so that, I think, would have been a great attraction. I've seen some of the, the Mesa one. I've seen a lot of the artist work done for that one. Yeah, some funny little gags where you're being held up by three banditos, and they've got the you know the uh, their kerchief over the their nose and everything, like they're trying to hide their identity. And the three horses have the same bandanas over their face, too. I've seen that picture. In yeah, the you have. It was up at the hotel at Disneyland for quite a few years. They were using it as just art. Uh, on the walls, they, they had the, they had that up there in uh, the, the gallery also. I think yeah, yeah. never was. All right. Hey, out of yeah. curiosity, who did that picture? You remember? Um, uh, let's see. I'm John Hanch or no? I'm guessing Boyer. Sam McKinn, but uh, Ward Kimble yeah. did that one. Ward Kimble oh. did he? If I some of his classic that, gags. Yeah, exactly. It was his that sense. There's a, of there's a short list of guys you can run down and be pretty. You know. Yeah, that's true. There's only about there's only a handful of guys you can name, and you're going to hit one of them. Well, you know, but you know, think about that. I'm I'm, I'm going to take your word for it, but I'm, I'm now now I'm curious. I'm going to have to go say, look to make sure I'm right. But yeah, because you know, I was going to say I'm almost. You know, there are some some members of the Disney Studios who never actually worked on the Wed side because some actually left Disney Productions to work at Wed. When they were two different companies, and I don't think Ward Kimball ever did that. No, I think I th think he did some of the artwork, if I remember. But now, yeah, now now that I've said that, and I've committed. You're, now that you opened your trap, you got to go look it up, huh? Yeah, that's right. 
The other know, one, this about, this one's a little less or a little more obscure because I know Mike and I have seen it. I don't remember if Richard was on the same tour when we talked to Jeff Curdy at WDAI, but this kind of plays into the the change at Tiki Room at Disney World under new management, which you know is not the greatest show in the world. But what Jeff was telling us was they were having trouble keeping butts in the seat. That, and, you know, at the Magic Kingdom, things are bigger. Crowds, or people tend to expect more. Or, excuse me, Gee, at Disneyland, I know. freaking gallons of soda yeah, before you start to, It's making me queasy listening to you. Sorry. <laughs> the chunks aren't quite back up into the back of my throat Jeez. yet. Don't worry. Um, at Disneyland, the Tiki Room is still a very classic attraction. It's, you know, Walt's first audio animatronic attraction. At Disney World, that nostalgia doesn't really Out hold. Out the window. So, you know, the theater's big, the facade's big, and people aren't staying to see it. They're walking out of the show. So what do you do? you got to come up with a better show. And there had been quite a bit of work done on a kind of a cabana show where all the birds, well, not every single one of them, but there was a very distinct personality birds. You had a heckler who was Don Rickles. You had a band leader who was Ricky Ricardo. And these birds would take on these personalities and facial features, and it looked like a pretty interesting show, and it had been developed very far into the production of the the attraction, and only one small remnant of that I was even left, and it's in the pre-show where they have the, the kind of birds that prep you before you go in. It, it does sound like it's Don Rickles. I can't guarantee that it is, and I forgot uh, who the other one might be. It might um, be the guy from Cheers that does the, uh, let's see, the, Pig in Toy Story, or oh uh, yeah, um, John Ratzenberg. Ratzenberg. Yeah, I, I can't remember who, but one definitely sounded like Don Rickles. And it, if you can imagine that as the whole show versus this kind of weird bastardization of the show under news management, they've you know Iago and Zazu, and they look totally out of place compared yeah, to the do. original birds. And you know they kind of make fun of the original song and all that. And some of that I can take a little tongue in cheek. That's not too bad. Uh, but it just felt wrong. I think it could have been right. done so much better. All right. So we're we've moved out of the realm of bringing stuff back to and stuff that never was. And we moved in the realm but that was never designed was. and drawn. Okay. Is there anything else? Because, you know, we're... Yeah, you know, I'd like to see the Tomorrowland built that you see... God, who did those those drawings, Richard? The the one with the... You know, because Space Mountain was originally designed for Disneyland, yet never realized. And there's there's a really good artist rendering of Tomorrowland, multi-level Tomorrowland. Uh, Space Mountain having quite a different look than it does now. A lot of pictures. Orange, a lot of orange. Yeah, it kind of looks like a watercolor, I think. Uh, Yeah. um, Yeah, yeah, it kind of mixes the the, um, sharp angles with some rounded edges. The Space Mountain was a little more organic, not quite the round round building we have now. Uh, I want to say... I want to say that was McKim, but I, again, I'm going to have to because that just sounds his style too. But I'm going to have to look that stuff up too. I, I, I got it yeah. in one of my books. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, I think it's in a it's in that book, imaginary or um, imaginary. Was it Disney's? I don't know. I can't. I'd have to go look on the shelf what it is. But it, 
anyways, th- yes, we're, we are out of the realm. Um, do restaurants count? Can I bring a restaurant back? Oh, come on. We'll be, we'll be doing this for days. Well, <laughs> what restaurant are you thinking of? I, I miss the um, the old what was it the egg house on Main Street where you could have breakfast before the park opened. You yeah. know, while you were in the, in okay. the pre-opening. In the crepes, they had good crepes there. They had that nice little. Uh, no, I don't know. That's that's too French for me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could tell you a story of Hungarian national pride that says that the French stole the crepe from the Hungarians, but really, I, I would believe it. I would believe it. But anyways. I think damn I French, think, yeah. <laughs> and we, we've pretty much kicked this horse to death. I think it's I, done. Yes, that's. Thank you, Richard, for reading my mind. I think I think it's time to wrap up. I think it's time to hit the housekeeping duties and get out of here. Okay, so we are not affiliated or part of the Walt Disney Company, any of subsidiaries. Etc. 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 This is totally our opinions, our ideas, and have not been endorsed by the Walt Disney Company. And no fact checking, which you saw very well displayed in this <laughs> by <show>. Richard. <laughs> hey, <laughs> only the best. When hey, I'm, I'm going for exactly how much you pay me for on. This yeah. Company. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, from now on, when Richard does things like that, all I have to do is say. Casablanca. Casablanca. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Well, let's, let's run down the Disney Podcast Network. Well, not run it down. It a, let's just give it a mention. Doggone good story. You know it. <laughs> oh, it would have been better if we would have been able to do the podcast before you finally did your fact-checking, because I would have enjoyed that one very much. Okay. See, we, we, we do need to do the show that has to deal with that. We will talk about that later. Though. All right. Anyways. Good. Yeah, later. It's my um, Disney Podcast Network, you can find that at www.disneypodcastnet.com. MiceCast is a member. Um, plenty of podcasts to choose from, so please go over there and check them out. Um, yeah, check out that new logo, too. Pretty cool. Okay, the logo has not been officially adopted yet. If you go to MiceCast.com, you can see what it might be. Um but uh, has yet to be officially adopted by the members of the Disney Podcast Network. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Um, voicemail. You can call us and leave us a message at 206-600-MICE. That's 206-600-6423. Someone has left us a voicemail. Maybe we'll play that next time. Give a listen and see what he has to say. So you weren't prepared to play that tonight, were you? No. But it didn't quite fit into our conversation. Okay. Fair enough. Um and then, lastly, emails. You can take your choice of Rich, Greg, or Mike at icecast.com. Yeah, drop us a line. Tell us you like us. Tell us you don't like us. We really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> but we enjoy feedback, constructive, you know, positive, negative. Give it to us all. We don't care. Yeah, if you're going to give it to us, use your name or at least a handle, none of this anonymous crap, and yeah. give us something constructive because, you know, criticism for criticism's sake is, you know, bullshit. So if we really don't like it, tell us why so we can fix it, maybe. We may not like your suggestion, but at least we know you've given some thought to it instead of it stinks because that's just so deep. Yeah. I can't take it. <laughs> And one of the things, if there's any subjects that anyone ever wants us to talk about, to bring up uh, any, uh, we've, had a, we've done a couple shows on um, ideas bag. that people have. Yep. Oh, on yeah. JCs? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> I think we're done. I hope we're Sounds done. Sounds like it. All right. Well, then I'm going to say goodnight. Okay, you say goodnight. I guess I'll say goodnight, too. Goodnight. Man has a dream, and that's the start. He follows his dream with mind and heart. When it becomes a reality, it's a dream come true for you and me. So there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow just a dream away.